Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. There are new rock bands out there. There are plenty of new rockers. They simply cannot find a foothold because of classic rockers. My question is, does the industry think that rock is dead? Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show and the Rock School Radio Network. I'm Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. We are broadcasting from the campus, Southeastern Louisiana University. I catch heck every week. I forget to say that. You'd think I would just write it up here on the wall, wouldn't you, so I don't forget it? What, that you catch heck? Or yeah, that Todd's going to beat you up? Todd's going to beat me up. He's a large man with very large fists. Well, he is better looking than you are. He wears a leather jacket and comes walking up to me snapping. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> Why didn't you say that thing? I have said numerous times, and I have statistics to back me up, that the top touring bands are the classic rock era. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Totally. The joke is always that, well, why are the classic rock bands making more money than the other bands? And the joke is always that, well, they're better. Well, actually, somebody took this to heart. As a matter of fact, a lot of somebodies took this to heart, and there is much information that tries to explain why the top touring bands are 50, 60, sometimes 70 years old. I have here the Polestar year-end top 20 worldwide tours. Ready, ready? Am I going to be surprised? Number 20, Tom Petty. I mean, he's in his 60s. Was in his 60s. He's dead now. Number 19, yeah. Ariana Grande. Okay, there's one for the kids. Okay. 18, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're in their 50s. Okay. Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. I get it, they're country, but how old? they're our age. They're old. Yeah, they're in their 50s. That's not old. Uh, 16, The <laughs> Weekend. There's one for the kids. Number 15, Billy Joel. Number 14, Lady Gaga. That kind of rides the rail yeah. between young, old. I don't um, even know how old she is. But I have yeah. no idea. I'm going to guess in her late 30s, but I don't know. Uh, number 13, Roger Waters, The Wall Tour. Number 12, Justin Bieber. He quit. He quit touring to give his life over to God. And I'm not making a joke. Right. That's what he said. Was that after the Spanish song? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm assuming you're going to hear a gospel album out of him very soon. Make you a bet. I'll bet it'll be pretty good, too. Oh, I like Justin Bieber. I'm a Bieber. Number 11, Celine Dion. She's older than we are. Number 10, Garth Brooks. He's as old as we are. Number 9, the Rolling Stones. They're in their 70s. Ed Sheeran comes in at number eight. Here's one for the kids. Uh, number seven, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Number six, Depeche Mode. I liked Depeche Mode when I was in college. I did too. Number five, Metallica. Number four, Bruno Mars. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, Bruno Mars just sort of spans the age I requirement. Think my, I think your grandmother would yeah. go see him, right? Number three, Coldplay. Number two, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. And number one, U2. 
Okay, there you have it. Oh, I, yeah. I normally don't like to just sit here and list and list and list, but doesn't that make the point that I get it, there's four or five for the kids in there, but aren't the rest of them classic rock level this bands? This is not good. Right. It used to be, and this is straight from Billboard, classic rock used to be off limits. It was the frightening music. Now it's the music that's deemed less than offensive, so it gets played on the radio. It used to be when you would hear the Rolling Stones... That was bad news, oh, man. Yeah. You know, the who? That was bad. The kinks? That's bad news. Now. That's the safe stuff, huh? Play that during breakfast. So, <laughs> why? Why are these bands doing so well? I'd love to say it's because the music's better. Mm, not according to the research we're finding here now. I'm going to tell you all about it. Got to play something. Well, U2 is number one. Might as well play U2 to kick us off here on Rock School. up but we talked about it during the U2 song a friend of yours child yeah. daughter I assume daughter, like 14 15 she's yeah. she asked the question why are they having Justin Timberlake play at halftime of the Super Bowl right she said nobody at the Super Bowl listens to Justin right. Timberlake right she now, said everybody there is pretty much Right. Older and listens right. to classic rock. And it doesn't matter if you are younger because you are listening to classic rock as well. It's, I guess it's one of the reasons we've had such a longevity on this show because we don't play anything. I mean, every so often we'll throw in a country. Every so often we'll throw in a rap. But it's predominantly classic rock music. But you got a lot, you have a lot of younger people who love classic rock. Right. And I tell you, in terms of the, the halftime show, I think the, the people of the NFL want to draw in new, younger viewers because if they don't, you know, the older people are just going to die. Attrition's going to take over. If you look at NASCAR, yeah, they understand completely who their audience is. Right. I mean, there's Garth Brooks. There's Brooks and Dunn. There's, there's the, the country music right. people. Right, the new, young country people. Uh -huh. Right, whereas during a football game, your friend's daughter is right. They want a rock band. Tom Petty made sense. Bruce Springsteen made sense. Prince made sense. Bruno Mars, again, I think he rides the rails. He can he, go on he any only made He made sense because he he played music that everybody liked. Right. I, I agree. And it was hot as fire. Yeah, he was really good. He brought you in. But the thing that happened this past year with uh, Timberlake, it, it, was, it was all over the place. Katy Perry. It, Katy Perry. Oh, yeah. No, Katy Perry put on a great show. She, she put didn't on suck. a great show. She no. did what Katy Perry does. Right. But it's not what right. most of the people that are there 
Wrong I would have venue. gotten up and gone to the bathroom at Wrong that time. Venue. They would do a lot better if they would find four or five classic rock bands to have them all come out and play. Maybe three at the most. It would do a lot better. But let's talk about this. Why is it? Now, this is according to Psychology Today. This is where people have studied. Ooh, this is, these are the smart people? Apparently, the, the big, you know, grape-sized head with sparks coming off of it. Yep. It says here the reason that classic rock is hanging snug is because of more involved parenting. People of yours and my generation, you can remember, you get up in the morning and mom looks at you and says, get the heck out of the house. Just be home at night. Yeah. You were out Go there play. with your kids. Here's an apple. Good uh, luck out there. According to Psychology Today, today's young people benefit from the most part from greater involvement with their parents and step-parents in the rearing of children and what music do their parents listen to? Classic rock. Yes. Now, I'd like to tell you that's dumb, but I'll be honest, I never knew rock and roll existed until I was about 13 years old because my dad was the old guy. I had a much older father than anyone else. Right. And because of that, what I listened to was Barbra Streisand, um, the, a lot of Red Label Columbia albums, which were all of the uh, musicals on Broadway. I can still sing every word you, to West Side Story. Mm, you were listening to much different music than I was. I was listening to Elvis, Chuck Berry. Yeah, see, that didn't come into play I, until Anything that, that was blues yep. and you could dance to, yep. an American bandstand, we were all over it. Oh, see, I agree with this because I had the old parents... And on top of that, my dad was a salesman, so we moved around a lot. So I never locked in until I moved to Cleveland, and then somebody went, Hey, have you heard this radio station? And then the world opened up. So right. I agree with it. Got to play something else. We'll come back with more reasons. Harlem Shuffle, Rolling Stones on Rock School. about why classic rock music is still ruling the roost in terms of ticket sales. I've also heard it said that young people don't have money to go to concerts. I don't believe that. I really don't believe that because when you talk about the Rolling Stones, you're talking $250 a ticket to get started. Yeah. When you're talking about, you know, Tom Petty, you're probably talking about $100 a ticket to get started. Now, I don't okay, know that so for a fact. You don't but, think they have money to go to this concert. But they do. The thing is, the lower concerts, the the people that are just getting started, Ariana Grande, yeah, and, and Ed Sheeran, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of the lower level groups don't play the Superdome. Right. They play Tipitinas. They play a little club downtown. They'll play the Varsity out in Baton Rouge. So instead of 50,000 people, they're playing to 5,000 people. Right. And you know, that's lucrative. If you, can, if you can put together a cheap tour, 
there's your lucrative. So you're talking 40 bucks to get in the door, if that. How much do we pay to see Brian Setzer? 45, 50? Right. You know, but you're not paying this but, kind of money. Yeah, I, I get it. And I, I think when you're you're in the city, you have a group of people that can always come and, and see these concerts. I think when you get out of the city, then it becomes more, it, it becomes harder. Yeah. And also it, at, at uh, the school that you're at, mm-hmm. doesn't bring in. No, they don't. The people that we used, used to, to see used at to. all the universities where you you were in the past. I think they priced themselves out of the running. Once again, according to Psychology Today, here are some more reasons why they believe that classic rock is still so gosh darn popular. The 60s and 70s are culturally enshrined. When you think of the 80s, oh, that's the bust. Oh, that's the, you know, the 90s. Oh, that was that was bad stuff. That was grunge. Uh, the 2000s, oh, the stock market crash. The 60s and the early 70s are, that was the greatest time ever. So it's looked, those bands are looked upon as being wonderful, not like, oh, I remember hating myself when that played. Gotcha. That's what they say. Okay. The 60s and 17s, uh, 60s and 70s, musicians were uniquely talented. You had to play the instruments, yeah. whereas today, a tremendous amount of production came comes into play. So it's a musician-based business. Or you play a guitar and then loop everything around it. Right, exactly, like, uh, like Ed Sheeran. Like Ed Sheeran does. Ed Sheeran. Uh, and, and again, that's talent of its own, but it's not a five-piece band like Aerosmith cooking. No, and he, he doesn't want that. He's already, He said that he doesn't want a five-piece right. band with him, right? Number four, the baby boomers control the media world. So whatever they like, that's what somebody else likes. Okay, I agree with that to a point, but if there was an audience that wanted to see the new dubstep people today, I got to believe the baby boomers would take the money. Well, I, I don't agree with that because, no? yeah, because most of most of the these kids are, or these people that we're talking about, you know, they're watching things on YouTube. We don't control that. I guess that's true. And the last one, according to Psychology Today, selectivity and what gets on airplay. Older music has been filtered and it's the best stuff. You agree with that? I, I think it's wonderful stuff. So do I. So do I, I like it. I But, you know, I still like some new things, but I like a lot of old music. Right. Your music gets set generally in the 20s. Now, my buddy Bill, he listens to new music all the time. But I'm going to tell you that that... Gosh, that sounds good to me, that release of dopamine. Yeah, once you're in your 20s, that's where your music gets set. Paul McCartney, live. Good rock tonight on Rock School. To the break, you were talking about the fact that a DJ, a dubstep DJ uh-huh. like Dead Mouse, who's making all the money, right. it bothers you that he is playing records or he's playing um, wave file, wave format files. Yeah, I don't like it because it's I not love, musicianship. I, probably, I well, love dance music, but see, I get real lost with that. Uh, you know, the new stuff that's all that's all generated. 
doesn't make me sing and dance, but I'll tell you what I do like about people like Dead Mouse, uh-huh. and this is the best way I can explain it. People think that because you can play three chords on a guitar, you're now a rock star. Right. Uh, because you can make a honk on a saxophone, you're now a saxophonist. Uh, I'm a drummer because I can hit something with a stick. None of that is true. Right. Somebody gets the impression, look, I'm going to buy a DJ setup and I'm going to play records and look, I'm a DJ. I know there's an art to it. Right. I get it's that. It's completely not right. It is an art form under itself. Yeah. And I hear, and I've heard this a couple times through students, that somebody's uncle, somebody's cousin will open a dance club. Yeah. And they'll spend all this money on the floor. They'll spend all this money on the lights, on the bar. I mean, they'll really deck the place out. And then they'll hire their brother. Right. To be the DJ. Who doesn't know how to keep the floor loaded with people. Exactly. That's the, well, he does keep the floor loaded because, I mean, let's say he gets started at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock. It's two hours later and the place is empty. Yeah. Because you wore them out. Okay. A real DJ, somebody who really knows what they're doing, somebody you need to pay, understands that you got to give them a rest because they got to buy drinks. They got to buy food. Gotcha. They got to do these things. So what he or she will do is ebb and flow the audience by the music. It's one of those reasons why most of them don't take requests. Leave me the heck alone. Right. I'm watching what's happening. Or they happening. take your request and just take it as a, oh yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah, that's fine. See you later. But for the most part, if you don't spend the money on a DJ, why is the club failing? It's because your music is not right. And that does have something to say with it. Okay, here's another couple reasons why that classic rock may very well be ruling the roost. Today's pop music is for preteens to squeal to. Young girls. Where is the music for teens? Where's the rough and tumble music? Where's the music that, you know, Where's the rebel music? Right, where's the music that boys can bang chests to and do that kind of thing? Classic rock just fits right in there. However, that thought process really upset a few people who do writing for LA Weekly. Ben Westhoff, as a matter of fact, wrote Classic Rock is a Cancer on Society. He said that our generation, meaning you and me, Uh people who were in their 50s, we didn't listen to our parents' music, or if we did, we broke away quickly. Today's youth does, so nothing's moving. The idea of thought process is not moving forward, or if it is, it kind of dies once the music becomes bubblegummy. That makes sense? That's his theory, at mm. least. Eh. 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 Who's listening to us? Maybe they agree I with us. I don't know about that. KSKQ in Ashland, Oregon. What Great. do y'all think? Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, man, that really upset you during the yeah. during the one minute you're going on and on. But I'm I'm telling you, our daughter is 11 years old. Yes. Okay? And Ariana Grande is just wonderful to her. And Justin Bieber, whatever that last song was, Silencio or whatever the heck it was. Desperado. Okay, fine. That's great. Despacito. Um, Despacito. Got I was going to yeah, say yeah, that yeah. Desperado belongs to the Eagles. And that's all there is to it. <laughs> but the thing is, she's 11 years old. What are we going to do? 
what is she going to do when she turns 15, 16 and she's sitting in the back of a Camaro with a cigarette going, my dad is such a jerk. What music is she going to use to rebel to? You think she's going to listen to Justin Bieber? I don't, I'm not so sure it's going to be music. What do you think it's going to be? Because everything that they do is centered around YouTube. Oh, so it's disposable. Give yeah, me the next yes. one. Streaming, I believe streaming is the same way. It's disposable. It doesn't matter what the song is. There's another 17 million out there for me. Oh, that's cute. Let's go on to the next one. Oh, that's cute. Whereas you and I, I mean, I latched onto about four bands. Right. And my world was those four bands. And other people that like those four bands, we were arm in arm, man. We were brothers You're in arms. brothers, right? Right. Does that exist today? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And and by the way, I had more than four bands because I like disco. You're better than me. No, I'm not better than you. I just just wanted to dance more than you. That's true. I was not a dancer. I was the guy who stood in the corner in a leather jacket with a cigarette. You thought the Bee Gees were stupid, (sighs) right? I was was brooding. Girls found that uh, handsome. He's shy and brooding. Let's go to the prom with him. That's the reason I didn't go to the prom. Depeche Mode, Barrel of a Gun, live on Rock School. This is really upsetting you. Well, yeah. Why? It's I don't the, know. It's the music you like that's succeeding in all of this. It's the, I mean, you don't think our daughter is going to be able to follow you along? No. But, I, but, that, you, no, but listen. No, wait, but you wearing, when you're in the car with our daughter, you play that music for her. Listen, no, listen. Okay. I listen to what she likes, and, and I don't think Ooh, she... Bad parenting. Shut up. <laughs> I don't think... She's going to have this huge basket of music to fall back to. No, I think she's going to have a feeling. And I need to go find that on my streaming. I need to go find that on my what have you. And you know what I hope? And I mean this completely. I hope just like other things, just like um, photo- digital photography, it, it, it builds up and builds up to a zit and then pop. And everybody then goes back to film. Um, the, the idea of CDs and CDs, it just builds up and builds up to a zit and then pop, and now we're doing records again. I'm hoping that either her generation or the next following generation goes, you know what, this is dumb. Can you play an instrument? Oh, I hope you're right. I hope I'm right too. So that it's the same thing I think about rap. When rap started, I loved it. And then it became homogenized and the hands of the record companies got in there. Now, every rap song to me just sounds like one huge song that stops every five minutes. And I know what people are going to say. Well, you're not looking hard enough. Right. I I shouldn't have to. Right. I should not have to. I hope something like grunge happens to rap. I hope everybody's, you know, we're all going to the club. We're all drinking Cristal. And then some group somewhere like Nirvana is going to hit. 
and the whole rap community is going to turn and go, okay, what's that? The, yeah, but the, the, what what we keep thinking about is what the next thing's going to be, and we don't know what it's going to be, and True. we can't even put it in our heads right. what we think it's going to be. All right, shut I up. I just said that like four shut times. Shut up. Let's follow show format. All right. Bottom of the hour, I'm Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Seven days, 70 seconds. Here are the dates from my angry wife. February 26th through March 4th. Go ahead, Tammy, go. February 26th, 1987. The White Album is the first Beatles album to be released on CD. February 27, 1984. The Jackson's Pepsi commercial, Flaming Hair and All, premieres uh-huh. on MTV. February 28, 1981. Eddie Rabbit's I Love a Rainy Night is number one on the U.S. Hot 100. I still remember him playing that on the Johnny Carson show, and maybe seven strums in, his bass E string on his guitar broke. Yeah. And what happens is the whole guitar goes out of tune. Right. So you can't play it anymore. So, so he's pretending? He stopped playing, and he grabbed the E string, and he's spinning it around. Is he really? <laughs> it was really I fun I thought he was so sexy. March 1st, 1995, Tony Bennett wins Album of the Year from MTV Unplugged. On March 2nd, 1984, This Is Final Tap yes! is released in theaters. This one goes to 11. March 3rd, 2017, Nickelback's album All the Right Reasons is certified diamond. And by the way, why do we care? Because they become only the fourth Canadian act to get a diamond record, 10,000 in sales. Yes. They are number one, Celine Dion, then Shania Twain, then Alanis Morissette. And then finally, March 4th, 1996, I'm sorry to say it, but Hee Haw legend Minnie Pearl dies at 83. I liked her. According to Ranker, ranker Ranker.com, there was a wonderful thing that said, bands to know so old people think you're cool. Here Here are the bands. Beatles, Beach Boys, Chicago, Dire Straits, Sinatra, Boz Skaggs, John Mellencamp, Four Seasons, Stevie Nicks, Tom Petty. So according to Ranker, if you know them... You're good. You're cool. <laughs> Gotta play something. Garth Brooks was one of the top grossing no. tours this year. No. Call him back. No, Rouge. don't do it. Don't do it. Watch me push the button. I'm Roxy. <laughs> and went with Trisha Yearwood. And like a dozen kids. No, no, no. He only had three kids. He had three really? kids with his first wife. Okay. Yes. Well, isn't that enough? Not that I'm saying... You're going to sacrifice three kids Not for that her? I'm saying that's a good thing, but I guarantee Miss Garth Brooks, number one, is well financially taken care of. I don't care. Those kids are not eating macaroni and cheese Yeah, every but Trisha's night. now all over, what, the Food Network doing her home cooking? <laughs> Making making Garth some cornbread. You should have heard her during the song. If you if you think oh, that she, she's is not nasty. the only one on there. Look at Valerie Bertinelli. Come ah, on, yeah. you love watch Ed. It. Watch it, watch it. Now you're stepping really? on sacred territory. Really? Watch it, watch it. Now right. that big chick is on there cooking Ed some food. Big chick. And her new and her new husband, whoever he is. <laughs> I don't know. Whomever he is. Make this stop. All right, uh, we're into the second break here, but. Wonder Do if I could get a cooking show. You're not big enough. Oh. Um, there is a. I'm just using your rules. 
There is a band called Avenged Sevenfold. Do you know them? Mm-mm. It's a rock band, and they're pretty good. They're a pretty good rock band. We've played them on this show before. What what, what did we play? I don't remember. From Avenged Sevenfold? We were talking about some... Who cares? It has nothing to do with okay, this Okay, good, part. good. Go there. Do they cook? Avenged... <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're thin. Avenged Sevenfold skipped the Grammys this year because the best rock song category was not televised. They said it just wasn't enough of a draw. It yeah. was too much to get there, too much to buy the tuxedos and all that, to not then appear on television. Okay. So I, I ask. I got you. I ask. There are new rock bands out there. There are plenty of new rockers. They simply cannot find a foothold because of classic rockers. My question is, does the industry think that rock is dead? So they just don't show it. What do you mm. think? And the reason I ask that is because look at the Grammys this year. I, I get it. They threw them at, at Bruno Mars, but he's not a rocker. Yeah. If you're going to create a Grammy for best rock album or right. best metal album, right? well, why would you not show it? And the only thing I can think is that the Grammy people have said, rock's dead, or we want <gasps> oh. rock to die. Really? What do you think about why? that? Am I right? Am I or am I out in left I, field? I don't know, but why would they want it to die? Because they can make more money mm. off of hip hop acts. They can oh, make please. more money off of pop acts. Really? I'm dead serious. You'll never convince me that the Grammys are an independent agency. Oh no. The it's re- a it's a mafia, right? Right. The reason people win is because they need to sell more albums. Oh yeah, I'm with you. So it leads me to believe if they won't put the best rock category on yeah. TV. The industry has made the statement, rock's dead. Then why do we care what they think? I, I, I'm serious. I, I, I don't, I don't. What, I, you, pointing, I, what pointing, you pointing to, mister? I want to get out of this as quickly as okay, possible. Okay, Who, okay, uh, okay. W-O-U-B in Athens, Ohio. You're wonderful. This stuff isn't, but you are wonderful. Back in a minute here on Rock School. out of the break this is from a website called the odyssey online which is a neat little website uh it says why classic rock will always be better than current musicology now that's that's a very academic but what it means is why classic rock is better than what's being played today okay and here are their reasons i'll Uh go backwards number 10 classic rock is not disposable every song had staying power pop has the ability to die in several weeks and the thing about it is they're right about that pop music was really never meant to be anything more than little kids to go ah and scream and go on pop comes from the word popular right and popularity ebbs and flows rises and falls so the fact that, you know, the fact that, let me think of one, Sync had a hit. Well, they're only going to have a hit for about a month. Right. Kids, you better get back into that studio and make more because the pop enjoying world, and it's always been this way, is fickle. Yeah. You will leave. Classic rock is a different animal. Number nine, album art. It doesn't exist anymore. It's, you, you can't, 
Think about it. The latest, you know, Garth Brooks song or the latest, that's not a good example, latest Bruno Mars. What's the album art? I have no idea. Right. Number eight, live performance is real, not computer supported. That's one of the reasons I really love acoustic guitars. It's you and six strings. You can even do it or you can either do it or you can't. Right. Period. There is no in the middle. Okay. Uh, number seven, music over appearance. I will agree with that. Now, don't get me wrong, Bruno Mars is amazingly talented. So's Lady Gaga. But what do people remember about Lady Gaga? The fact that she's dressed in a meat dress. Yeah, and all that's that it, the meat and dress. She's, she's so much better than oh, that. Oh my God, yes. Yep. Uh -huh. uh, number six, pop is easy, rock is hard. Bands did it for themselves. They didn't have a posse of producers and what have you assisting. And they wrote their own songs. Number five, focus on the music rather than the image. I think those are the two same things. Uh, number four, legends. There's a history. When you say Eric Clapton, people know it. When you say Van Halen, people know it. Of course, it's turned into a punchline, but the fact still remains. People oh, it, know it. it's not a punchline. Come on. Oh, come on. Keep, how, stop, stop. How many, keep going on. How many Facebook posts have David Lee Roth as a bald guy? Come on. When he used to have that mane of hair. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. Number three, no auto-tune. Again, you can either do it or you can't. Uh -huh. Can you even fathom somebody like um, Tony Bennett saying, hey, can you auto-tune that? No. Not a chance. No. No way. Number two, artists wrote their own songs. You know, I don't really agree with that because I think Barbara Streisand, I get it, the politics and all that, but I think she's one of the greatest singers ever put on earth and she doesn't write any of her music. Right. So there is that thing of, look, I can't write, but I can perform. So that one doesn't hit me. And then the last one, real instruments. I, I'm afraid I'm have to agree with that one. I, I like Dead Mouse, but I'm afraid I'm gonna have to agree with that one. There are guitars. All right, we gotta play something. I was thinking about playing another Garth Brooks song, but I think that would upset you. Uh, Guns N' Roses, I believe was the number two grossing of this past year. So a whole lot of Rosie live from Live at the Jungle here on Rock School. Last break here on Rock School. So I can't what I believe wanna, it. Well, yeah, it's been a heck of a thing. You Whew. you don't usually pipe up like that with so much opinion. I didn't expect that this would give you so much oomph. Is it because it's your music or because you want your daughter to be in love with your music? Mm, no, or I don't. What? It, it's not that I want her to be in love with my music. I want her to be in love with any music. Right, and she has kind of sliced away. And I think it's been away. kind of fickle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. That that fickleness, I don't even know that's a word, but being fickle, I think is Disposable. bothersome. Right. I think it's bothersome to the music world because what that means, if the audience is okay with disposable music, that means I get to write 
disposable music. And do you know how hard it is to play, perform, and write music all the time? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. I have four albums. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, uh, visit onehelloofastory.com or burnschristmas.com. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, moving along. The Guardian states the reason that classic rock is still so gosh darn popular is one of the things we talked about earlier. Rock fans are loyal to the brand, not the band. You're not part of, you're not just a, a fan of that band. You're part of a group of people that like that band. Right. And there is really something to that to be part of a group we are i mean we're pack animals human beings are pack animals that whole thing about i'm an island i'm a rock you know to quote simon and garfunkel no you're not you're part of the world and to be shunned or to be lonely is horrible it is horrible so and, and i i think our generation music was more tangible you may there be were right. things that we held we looked at you know right. and this generation they don't have that. I know. I'm I'm a I'm a, a, a member. I guess it is, or I, I'm a part of three different Van Halen fan groups on Facebook. Uh huh. And to someone outside of our group, we look like sycophant little idiots, and maybe we are. But while I'm in that group, man, the dopamine that's <sighs> being released, huh? You know, some guy comes on and goes, "Hey, man, which is better? You really got me, or Dance the Night Away?" And we care about that. <laughs> <laughs> We do. Uh, I'll give you one more. Forbes magazine has a wonderful article, and if you're at all interested in this, please look it up. Aging bands keep on rocking heavy. Here's why. It states that they have to. The idea of the Rolling Stones touring, yeah, I get it. The idea of, but Blue Oyster Cult is still touring. Right? Why? They have to. They gotta make the money. Gotcha. Right. Uh, Dick Dale, this guy who practically invented surf guitar, he has a myriad of health issues. He has renal failure. He had rectal cancer twice. Good. God, man. He needs $3,000 a month just to pay his medical supplies. You know what pays the money? Yes, the Getting on stage and playing. Oh. He has a colostomy bag when he plays. You can only imagine the horrid pain the man is in. Oh, my goodness. He's got to do it. But if he doesn't walk on stage and go, he doesn't get a check and the money doesn't get paid. Okay, Amazon, we need some medicine right yeah, now. Seems that we way. We need some Amazon doctors I know, right don't, now. Don't huh? get me started. She is all for Amazon starting medical stuff. So that's going to wrap it up. I'm interested in seeing 2018. It may very well be. The Stones are thinking about touring again. Well, yeah. Why would you stop? Because you're the Stones. Go away. But no. Aren't you kind of sad when people go away? I tell you what. Now, this year that I heard, who were the ones? Was Elton John? There's a couple other people that were retiring. Mm -hmm. And all I could think, you know, how can I make this about me? Right. All I could think was, oh, God, no. It's, I'm old. It's getting to that point. My, my people are leaving me. You know, and I can't listen to Justin Bieber. They're not going to leave you. We're going to end up in a retirement Neil community, Di- and they'll Neil be Diamond. there. They'll Neil- be there uh, performing. Yeah, Neil Diamond, Parkinson's. Yeah. What the heck? Neil Diamond was always six and a half feet tall. And I know he's a big, on strong stage dude. Stage huh? with a fist in the air, and his jacket was nothing shimmering. Yeah. And- <sighs> Go on. God, that makes me angry. 
Alright, I gotta play something. How about Baby Please Don't Go, Tom Petty, live in Chicago. That'll do it. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. That's it. Class is dismissed.